Yeah, it's like it's like truly why truly why are you here if you're not going to enjoy this show? Like, I'm sorry, but you guys like are, you are in so, our space. also tip also tip these queens. Literally, none of you brought ones, and it's obvious. Oh no, no, you you give them a fucking dollar. I don't care if you hate the act. You, you give, give them a dollar. dollar. You give dollar. Yeah. You have ones. You have fives, and you have a ten. One girl gets the ten. And welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for about four hours about the newest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, Season 5, Episode 3, Girl Grouping, Group Episode, Groups. Um, and then we can slim it down to a cool 90 minutes, send it straight to your ear holes. Tell me the name of this episode, Toxic Fans. I'm here to tell you that this episode is called Club Bangers. Now... Introduce yourself, Toxic fans. Hey, everyone. My name is Stephen Pope, your professional hobbit, your podcast dad, and this is probably the best episode of Drag Race I've seen all year. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited to talk about it with you, too. And we have someone back. Hi. Is it Kayla? I'm... It is no, Kayla. She... <laughs> she actually could come back in two weeks if we want her to. But I am David Gorin. I, I am back and um, I missed you guys. And I listened to the episode and had the experience of yelling at a podcast that I'm on while listening to it. I was going to say, you disagreed with us about everything. I know. I yelled at, I also like whenever you guys made a pop culture reference and you were like, I don't know what that is. I was like, it's this, it's this. <laughs> and similar to Kim Petras, I also couldn't sell out a stadium tour. I'm Joe Lee. Wait, what? Shade. Oh God. Did she have a stadium? So, so Kim Petras she's on a stadium tour and it is selling like if we Oops. were on a stadium tour. Wait, what? She's on a stadium tour? Yeah. No. It's, it's Basically every single venue people are like this is probably going to get canceled she's on a stadium tour it's wild because i can't imagine someone doing coconuts in a stadium you can't put them in your mouth but to Mary-Kate get us back Ashley. on track Ooh, no no you stop that uh before we get really into this episode and before david throws a shoe at my head because i missed a bunch of references last week trust me i listened to it and i was screaming at myself as well I'm glad the I rumors were I didn't miss any false. references, and I don't feel bad. Mm, fair. She's on a stadium tour? <laughs> Fuck whatever I'm saying. <laughs> da- David is deep in the studio stadium tour uh, depths. <laughs> but yes, so the rumors were that our eliminated girl was going to be... Not our eliminated. Our uh, disqualified girl was going to be eliminated this episode. Missing Ho is in... very missing. Yes. Yeah. Missing Ho was apparently just thrown away. And honestly, I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. genuinely curious how they did. Part of me goes, I wonder if 
she, if this episode had been done with her in it, it would have been basically impossible to edit her out. And I wonder if it would have changed the way that the first three episodes were edited had she been eliminated at the end. Versus she's on a theater because tour. Because they just kind of stadium tour. Sorry. No, she's on a theater tour. There's a difference. Sorry. <laughs> no, she's on a stadium tour. No, she's on a theater tour. I just looked it up. Look up Toronto. It's a stadium. Okay, well, maybe Toronto was a stadium. David was the one to suggest we hold up our hands and try to do that while we record. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. This is like one of those. I'm. This is one of the few things that I'm very semantics about. No, like David, check out a lot of the the spaces. She's a lot of the shows were downgraded to theaters because she wasn't selling out stadiums. But she's supposed to be on a stadium tour. Yeah, she's doing like Fillmore Auditorium, YouTube Theater, Bill Graham. These are all theaters. Again, I mean, all a lot of them were downgraded. Okay, it was supposed to be the same place that like Taylor Swift did Eras. So oh, there's no way that she would do. So Sofi is like huge. I'm yeah, so sorry. They Let's thought, get back on topic. They this like is, booked this these like, things and then unbooked them. They did not book her for Sofi. They did not book her for Sofi. Maybe they I booked her for the Kia. They did not book her for Sofi. Well, you know who's not booked for either? Alexis St. Paul. Correct. Sorry. She's booked to be the the judge of Drag Race Poland in five years. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, she did write something on the mirror. What she wrote on the mirror was, always believe in yourself. Love you all so much. Love Alexis St. Pete. Uh, Michael Maruli going, if only she believed in herself more. I'm like, Michael, that's one hell of a take. She she made a shitty dress. This has nothing to do with her self-confidence here. Have you considered that she just had to believe in herself? Because if you don't believe in yourself, how the hell are you going to throw a fish off stage? Why are so many people throwing things off stage this season? I don't know. It's the season of They're just like, ways. give us money, Rue! <laughs> That's it. It's a quiet protest against the fact that they're not getting paid. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sorry, I just thought of a joke that I'm going to say. I will say. That's fine. I will say because of and I think we all agree on this last week when Banksy walked into the room after her win at the beginning of this episode and I saw that outfit, I was like. Fuck me up. That is so good. so good. It's so good. Like, Tarintra. Usually a design challenge, I'll, like, appreciate an outfit and we'll move on with our lives. That thing is so... If she doesn't wear that for shows, yeah. I mean, she is a fool. It's, she's probably going to wear it at, like, DragCon. Yeah. Or get it I remade like, to, like, be perfect. I, mm, I yeah. wonder if it looks as good uh, in person as it does on camera. I have to assume it does. Yeah. And if not, then she'll probably yeah, can't imagine. get it redone. So yeah. it does look good. It's like how Utica wears her, uh, wears the bag sleeping ball. bag occasionally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I always wondered if they have like an unconventional challenge look outfit, do they just like, if it's like cloth, do they keep it? And then if it's like trash, do they throw it away? <laughs> or do they, or are they like, this is for the I think archives. you keep it if you want to keep it, or you throw it out if you don't want to keep it. 
Because there have been did people Lala who were like, re- I threw out my luck. Did Lala Reed keep the bag? Lala Reed definitely it. kept it. Yeah. She, like, brought it to DragCon. Anyway, Pope, you were saying? Why didn't she cut the bags? <laughs> well, no. Pope no. Had a, what? Pope, Pope had her hand up. So, I, I just wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, Kate Butch really won me this episode like i I, I was already a fan but she won me this episode and it's not just the fact that two of us look almost identical with a shirt off oh wait no that's ginger johnson who i look identical without a shirt on it's how do you think they're the same person no i i know i know i know i know think that ginger and kate butch are the same person i don't i don't i last week i kept getting them confused lying Kara, tomorrow we can sort this out. <laughs> I'm being bullied. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kate Butch. I just love that in her talking head. She's like, she must have sold the hell out of that outfit. It's hideous. I know. I was so happy she said that. Thank I think you. We were all thinking it. Yeah. Someone tried to justify on my TikTok that. It, the shape was nice. And I was like, no, it wasn't. It's a design challenge. You what know shape? who walked really well in a design challenge and still had to lip sync? Lala Ree. Yeah. Lala yeah. Lala Ree stomps the yard in a design challenge. It still lip syncs. You don't put them in the top just because they have a good walk. Yeah. Yeah. Nonsense. Like, it's not a walking challenge. That would be a silly challenge. The only thing that really matters at the beginning is a boob crash between... Uh, Miss Naomi, and who was the other girl she jumped into? What I'm hearing um, is nothing mattered, and we can move on. No, no, no. Well, it does matter, because Miss Naomi hurts her knee yeah. in that moment. Is that when she um, hurt her knee? Yeah, that's when she yeah. hurt her knee. I, like, I like truly watched this episode several times and missed when she hurt. I, I just assumed it happened in the lip sync, because that moment meant so little to me. Workroom bits just blend in together as a as soup, so I just, like, assumed that she heard her knee in the lip sync. We were going to talk about it eventually. And I we think did it was it. Vicky Vivacious. Eh, maybe. I think uh, it was Vicky but Vivacious. Yes, the great, the great boob crash of 2023 or 2022, whenever they filmed this. Yeah. All uh, I'm saying is that if yeah. you're going on Drag Race, just get your knees insured. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just wear knee pads all the time. No, get them insured. 24-7. Get, get your knees insured for $100,000. <laughs> I think you mean $100,000. Actually, I mean that's I, not a bad idea. I mean six Rupeter badges and a song. That sounds like that sounds like the producers of Drag Race. Like, you, you, didn't, you know what I mean? Like the movie The Producers. Oh, yeah. Like someone insures their knees for for $100,000 and then goes on Drag Race and intentionally breaks their knee. But then they just keep doing well. Um, <laughs> but they wind up, like, they do, like, the Cameron Michaels, so they make it to the end, but they only win exactly. one challenge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they're just like, shit. And then they go to jail for some reason. Yeah. They go to jail for... And they don't learn anything. No, they don't. They in fact, they in fact go back on All Stars and win. All Stars is basically jail. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you have to have a secret phone in both. I mean, I'll <clears> say, <throat> I'll say this. I feel like I, I think that All Stars is more like purgatory 
because at this point they just keep bringing you back until you get a crown. I'm surprised that Jujubee hasn't come back for another All Stars. It's been such a short amount of time at this point. But also, David, I'd is it purgatory it. because they're all kitty girls? Yes. Anyway, <sighs> uh, this week they're doing a girl group challenge and they have to team up themselves. So. Uh, five girls immediately hug, and the other four go fuck our drag. I guess we're our. <laughs> I guess we're a team. Yeah, uh, it is a hundred percent like the five girls who who looked at the list of challenges that are definitely going to happen and saw a girl group and went yes, and then four girls who were like, well, I'll probably be okay if I just don't fuck it up too bad. <laughs> yeah, the four yeah. girls who are like, I've seen a girl group before, and the five girls who are like. I have 85 pictures of the Spice Girls on my wall at any given time. Yeah. David. Yeah, the I, Davids I have, of the world. I have one photo of the Spice Girls in the world in the in the in the room at any given time. You are in your 30s and American and you have a thing of the Spice Girls. You are officially one of them. I have one fine I, art print of the Spice Girls. Pope, you're saying this like it's a read, but if he's one of them He's in the top group for the week. I'm a winner. It's baby. not a read. It's just a fact. Well, no, you might show, not be a winner, a baby, because they, for the first time ever, they didn't all get badges for uh, doing well in the girl group, this which is, is wild. I mean, I think that like they, well, not mad the, about it, but it's the wild. badge. What? Well, two things. One, I think that they didn't get it because they needed a winner. They needed a lip sync in this episode, and they. Yeah couldn't do a send home lip sync because they need top nine for next week. And yeah. two, um, guys, I think that those badges are just really expensive. So they're, they're having to cut, they're cutting down. As someone who's made they're enamel pins, quid. who's they're like ordered and quid. like custom enamel pins before, they're not that expensive. Yeah. But Rue is, you know, Rue's can't frack anymore. So she has to subsidize her money. So other ways. <laughs> oh, by not giving out as many repeater badges. Fair. Um, so um, I, it's funny because I met this uh, person who does drag, and they and they were talking about because I was go- I was when they were telling me that they did drag, I was like, oh, do you perchance watch RuPaul's Drag Race? And they're like, no, RuPaul is too problematic for us. Yeah, that's very normal. So I was like, yeah, oh, okay, cool. You, like even a lot of queens who I think. I think that it's one of those things where, like, even if you're, even if you know that you kind of have to do the show eventually, you're just mm-hmm. aware that, like, I don't want to watch Drag Race. Like, Drag Race has become, le- but also at the same time, every time someone goes, I would love Drag Race if RuPaul didn't host, none of those people watched Canada's Drag Race, so, like, they're wrong. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm the only no, person that watches Canada's Drag Race. I watch Canada's just Drag Race. Just for me. Canada's Drag Race. Who won season three? Uh, Giselle Lullaby. Damn it. Ding. Uh, so the setup for this song, because every year they like to give him a setup. I can't remember what last year's was. Uh, season four is kind of all blur. Um, they have Ick. I think it's uh, Ick, you're yum or something like that. But basically don't the things you yum. don't like, just things that make you go Ick. Don't Ick yeah. my yum. Okay, thank yeah. you. Well, do you know Wait, where that comes from? Pope, do you not know what the term is? Don't yuck my yum. No, I know what it means. I know what it means. Well, no, yeah. wait, no, David, do you know what the term ick is? Getting the ick is Gen Z slang for when, like, a guy red flags and it immediately turns you off. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. 
God, I love being the only young one here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> fuck off. Skippity um, toilet. I, Look, all I'm going to say is you might be young, but I have miles on me. That's not a brag. I mean, I thought I thought he just like invited you in with, while not wearing pants. I didn't realize that he was also on you. Um. Get out of here, Miles. No, no, Pope. My old roommate's name was and famously like <laughs> had a me, very yeah. weird moment with where he hit on David aggressively. Aggressively, and I'm he gonna was have straight to cut too. this, aren't I? You don't need to cut this. Fuck. I hope he's dead in a ditch right now. <laughs> so. Anyway, so the four girls who weren't picked are a little salty about it, but they're also like, we're all funny and from the North. This is probably for the best. Mm-hmm. And the other five girls are like, bitch, we're Beyonce. Yes. Correct. So the girls end up naming themselves and the names are great. One of them. Call- so the girl, the team of five calls themselves fierce force five, which I, think was in a tarantino movie don't yeah, quote me fox on that. force five it's a take on Thank you. fox force five and spice force five spice force five is the joke in um spice, spice world, world when they're like we're gonna make a movie about the spice girls and they're gonna be secret agents but it's a takeoff of the fox force five which is the fake pilot that uma thurman does in uh pulp fiction i i just assumed it was three f's because they put the F in fisting. Um, no. The other team calls themselves the M52s, which I didn't get at first. Then I was like, oh, it'd be like if we called our group the 405s. Oh, I thought it or the was the 102s. But I guess the N- No, Emma, as in Michael Maruli. Okay. But anyways. They actually named the road to the north after Michael Maruli. Yeah. Even before he was and born, the teams they were just are. like, the teams are, the Fierce Force 5 is Michael Maruli, Delicious, Mike Tamara, hey, uh, Tamara, Vicky Vivacious, and Kara. And the M52s are Kate Bush, Ginger Johnson, Banksy, and Kate Naomi Butch. Carter. Kate Butch. I, Kate, Kate Butch. Butch. Did I say Kate Bush? <laughs> you said Bush. Yeah. I also oh, think it's no. fun that you don't, uh, that you single name uh, Tamara Thomas and Caramel. Also, well, I don't think it's Kara. I think it's Kara. It's Caramel. Not Caramel? I assumed it was like Caramel. 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 Like Cara I pronounce Delavine. it main character. <laughs> you pronounce it salted toffee. <laughs> okay, it was a bad joke. Fuck off. I'm never going to live that one down. Yes, we have Uh, caramel, caramel, and salted toffee. (laughs) Uh, I will say, Kate Butch's ick list was delightful. Um, Pretty Pretty people people who who do do drag. drag. Kinky Kinky Boots. boots. The musical. The musical. Amanda Holden. Spaghetti. And escalators. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed. I laughed so hard. Justice for spaghetti. I have a question. Does she hate Amanda Holden because she doesn't have a man to hold in? She can hold me any day, but I'm not a man. Does she... My question is... My question is, does she hate spaghetti because it wasn't the most fuckable pasta? (laughs) 
can we please let this thing die? Never. I am begging you. I am on my. I'd be. I'd be on my knees, but I can't reach the microphone if I do I'm that. I'm gonna resubscribe. Please to this stop guy's immediately, just so I can remember which was the most. No. No. What? Well, I, I can write it off. Technically, it's for work. The more you reference this, the more likely it'll show up in the in the actual episode. <laughs> that everyone will know about your love of fuckable pastas. I, no, You'll I don't never be able to look at a tortellini the same way. I don't give a shit about how fuckable pasta is. I thought the guy was hot. And he fucked pasta, which make Guys, he's a 10, but he, <laughs> he fucks pasta. pasta. <laughs> Speaking of ick. When he says send nudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. He's banned from the Olive Garden. So they go to recording with... Uh, Michelle Visage and it goes kind of how it always goes it's a little bit nothing uh I will say when yeah when Michael Maruli goes I'm Greek I'm bad you're a big ball sack was that Michael who said that <laughs> yeah it was Michael I laughed I fell off the couch I had to pause it I was I lost it it was good. wait can we talk about how he how Rue calls her the voice Michelle Visage and I'm like she's literally the face that's why her name is Michelle Visage. Yes. Yes, but she wasn't a model. She was a singer in a girl group. She walked face in the ballroom scene. She is face. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, where you she got that? her name. No, I didn't know that. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, uh, Michelle is the, the only link that Drag Race has to ballroom um, on any given season. And she walked oh. face category. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. It's, every day. Yeah. Um, what house does she walk for? Do you I know? I do not know that. Um, hmm. I'm going to figure that out later. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kara, Kara, or Salta Toffee, whatever we're calling her this week, uh, she is a little bit on the struggle bus at first because she's on hormones and her voice is kind of pulling a me. It's, it's all over the place. I mean, it's, you know, it's second puberty. Um, second yeah. puberty is rough. You gotta wait till 11sies. Um, <laughs> 11sies? Really? <laughs> First, what about second puberty and 11sies? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. That was a joke for me, and I like it. I appreciate it. I hate it here, but thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in general, this is one of the, like, this episode has no real drama, and they're trying yeah. so hard because all of the queens are quite good at the singing, dancing, acting part. All the all the queens are good at the singing part. No one, yeah, um, no one is like, and I'm the star. Um, and I'm the star. We yeah. don't have an angina moment where like someone lost their voice. We get to the, we get through all of them, and every single one does well. Um. There's like Michelle even gives notes about uh, lyric changes so that the queens can get their words out, and I'm like, thank you, do this. And then we like yeah. get to uh, the choreo, and they're trying so hard to make Caramel seem like a uh, like she's like driving them too hard, and it's mean. <laughs> they're trying so hard to make <laughs> Caramel into into having kind the of villain. a bitchy edit as like. Of not of not even just like a villain, but just like some level of like lows to highs, and it's like mm -hmm. no, 
Like, they want you to think that Kara's going to potentially be in the bottom for this episode, and then you're going to be amazed when she's in the top, but you can watch the episode and look with your eyes and go, no, she's doing everything right. Minus yeah. lips thinking, but we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> I will say, Tamara and Kara, who are determined to be main characters this season, and they're mm-hmm. succeeding, they get yeah. a little snipey during the choreo, just a little bit like, ugh. Uh, you're doing it wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. And it's kind of nothing, but it, it's quarrel. there to be false drama. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, but again, this is also, this is how the choreo sessions work. You need drama. The other team is like, we need to figure out how to make sure Naomi feels comfortable and safe. Um, like, there's a weird level of the fact they didn't get the couch to rehearse with is unhinged. Mm hmm. That's a lot. I'm wondering if they thought about the couch last minute. Maybe, but Mm. I also think... So, like, maybe, but they should have gotten some time to... Because, like, it did kind of become them running around a couch. It looked like like children play. Um, Though I did love... We'll get to... I'm like, I did love that, like... The uh, the things they managed to do with the couch once we got to it. Yeah, Yeah, the foot thing was great. The fun thing was the best part. David, David, do you really want to admit that on camera? That I thought that Ginger Johnson playing Naomi's foot was hysterical. It was a foot fetish joke. Anyway. Anyway, so, uh, but I will admit at this point, I was very worried about Naomi because, you know, there's a history of girls hurting their knee and it seems fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. Next thing you know, they're a uh, cornbread situation and it's just mm-hmm. a bummer. And I really fell in love with uh, uh, Miss Naomi last week. So I'm curious what's going to happen with Naomi. Now that we don't bring girls back for injuries, I think the show has mm-hmm. a little bit of a harder time just sending them home unless they're fully like doctor says you cannot continue to compete. And my mm-hmm. guess is that because it was like, a slip and fall and her knee is in pain. Like if they're, if they're edging up on a weekend, they're probably going to like, if this episode, the final day is Friday, there's a chance they're like, let's see how you are on Monday. Yeah. That's Cause fair. that's how like drag race records is you do Monday, Monday through Friday, have weekends off. Yeah. Not a bad gig. Wait, I have uh, a question. Do they not bring back girl, bring back injury girls anymore? Or did they choose not to come back? Because Cornbread made it sound like she chose um, not to come back. Cornbread chose not to come back for an All-Stars. She has said she would only return for a regular season because she has not had a chance to compete in a regular season yet. Okay. That is her she was statement. not invited to 15 for some reason. Yes. She was not invited to a regular season. She has been invited to an All-Stars, or at the very least has said that she would not accept an invitation to All-Stars. But that is the statement that you have heard. Um, she just not, she took like year uh, like a year to clarify it. Um Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh similar to like Victoria was not invited was not invited back for UK for she was invited for Canada versus the world. That's so random. She would have dominated UK and for Ocean Aqua Black were just it. pretending never existed. Oh. She's got a trick up I did. Sleep. I will say, 
Oceana Aqua Black, I did find fascinating because she was like, I've never done my own makeup before. And I'm like, then how are you here? <laughs> I feel like it's, it's like, very candy like like, Oh, it's very like, I've never done this before. Well, no. Like, Except they mean it. But like, <laughs> that's actually a huge thing with a lot of the Puerto, uh, Puerto Rican girls. That was like an issue in early seasons was a lot of the girls who were from Puerto Rico, the way that their pageant scene works is that you show up and someone does your makeup. And so a lot of them really? hadn't learned to paint their face properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that. that Candy talked about it. Candy Ho talks about it. Um, I think Nisha talks about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one other girl who has mentioned that like she didn't have to, she had to learn to paint her face for Drag Race. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, I think, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the Who was the woman on season five? She was Lanacia Sparks. Yes, Lanacia Sparks mentioned that she had to kind of learn to do that before she got on there. And April Carrion was... One perfect absolutely robbed way. on her season. I mm-hmm. perfect. And I stand way. by that. But April Carrion was one of the first girls who could paint her face. Yeah, <gasps> April just weren't a big girl. Stupid. Literally, I I'll never get over having a single character for a big girl and not making sure Darian was on that team. Like, yeah. you had one big girl in your entire season. And you were like, we don't need to make sure she gets to play the big this. girl, the role we decided to write for her. And then we're going to note someone being like, that's not how big girls are. It's like, what? They're like, <laughs> I, a big girl is an it. attitude. It's like, this is terrible. How dare you? I was going to say, next time my mother says something to me, I'm going to be like, you know what, mom? Big girl is an attitude, not my weight. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. But so. It's elimination day. The girls come in, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a conversation that makes me so glad you're here this week, David. Okay. Like, I'm always glad you're here. Obviously, I love oh, you to death. Transitioning? But... <laughs> no, before oh. that. That's the only part before of this. that, no. I want to be clear. The only thing I remember from the second day in the workroom is Kara talking about second puberty and, like, going on estrogen and like Yo. how her breasts have grown and i was like pope what are you saying about david <laughs> listen joe you need to stop watching the show while high on marijuana edibles clearly. i did not take a marijuana edible either time i watched joe Fine. i feel like you're no, I, think david. Just... <laughs> I was just gonna say i think that joe is obsessed with the story that i told him that i went to new york and not one not two but three people saw my long hair and were like David, do you have something to tell us? <laughs> David, oh you asked me what that meant, and I was like, oh, they thought you were trans. You have a trans <laughs> haircut. And I, like, informed you what that meant. And then you met Dylan Mulvaney, and he, and she was like, I love the daughter, son. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, I'm fine. Listen, if you, I, I'm fine with it. I live in it. I think it's fucking awesome. I love it when people. But anyway, yeah, work no. <laughs> must be nice. Uh, I no. <laughs> Someone I... misgendered me at Disney World. It was great. <laughs> Were you mis- misgendered by an Amish I, woman? Don't worry, I get misgendered a lot. Um, <laughs> also, David, you can't get misgendered. You don't have pronouns. 
No, it's funny because I was doing something and they were like, they're like, oh, let her go first. And then I looked up and they're like, oh, sorry, I just saw the hair and the sunglasses. And I was like, I don't care. Like, who cares? It's fine. And then they were like, oh, yeah, people misgender our son all the time because we let him keep his long hair. And I was like, yeah, same with my nephew. And then if someone misgenders, misgenders him, he walks up to them and goes, no, I'm Julius. I have a penis. So on that note... <laughs> That weird, strange, embarrassing note that I'm sure your nephew's going to love is on the internet forever now. <laughs> let me know, let us know when your nephew's 18 and we'll get, send you this clip to, po- to just post on his wall on his birthday. Oh, so by the way, I think I understand what you're saying because the YouTube theater is in the SoFi Center, but it's a small theater in the SoFi. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm done. No, again... David, in the original tour, I think almost all of the venues have been downgraded. But the original okay. tour was arenas. Like, okay. it literally I, I, was supposed to be arenas, and all of them didn't sell. It's like a wild thing. Am I in a time loop? Fascinating. Am I in a time loop? Is this happening again? I'm sorry. I'm you have... If you don't... Pope, if you don't kill the six guys, you don't get out of the time loop. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what Cheers is. Okay, so. It was a video game reference. Actually, it was. I just don't know which game because it sounded familiar, but not too familiar. Deathloop. Wait, we. Oh, okay. I never played that one. It Me looks fun. neither. It looks not fun. Speaking of Kim Petrus and pop stars, they have a pretty fun conversation in the workroom, which is very rare because usually it's just kind of faffing about. And they talk about how. A lot of the pop, how a lot of them growing up related to pop stars in order to kind of like cope with being queer. And David, I know that's like really near and dear to your heart. So I'd love to get your thoughts. Yeah. Wait, can I just acknowledge that because of how Pope transitioned into that, he has to keep so much of the Kim Petra stuff from before it? Yes. All of the (laughs) inmates. He's going to have to keep the death loop stuff. Wait, can we also talk about the fact that it's actually a perfect transition Pun intended, because Kim Petras is a trans pop star. I had to explain to a, a like a straight cis woman who Kim Petras I was the other day, purpose. and they uh, <laughs> truly try to explaining who Kim Petras is to someone who's never heard of her, who also like isn't queer. Oh, Eve, it's not that hard. She's a trans pop star. I was like trying she to explain this on coconuts, yeah. and she was like, "I don't know what's going on." You know, right now, I mean, right now. And she's like, I, how, how, how do you, like, I don't know. There's certain things that I don't understand where I'm like, pop music is, like, the whole point of pop music is that it's, like, easy. So how do you not understand coconuts? But anyways, back to the topic at hand. I'm sorry. Well, you can put them in your mouth. It's pretty understandable. Which is you wild. Because imagine trying to put a full coconut in your mouth. Also, hairy. Are yeah. her tits hairy? No, but you can buy a t-shirt with them on it. I'm tempted to buy it. Right now, right now? Right now, right now. I've been flirting with it for a Not right now. We're recording. Anyways. um, So, yeah. So, anyways. Pop stars. I actually found that fact very interesting because, in a weird way, we've talked about drag queens being, like, um, superheroes. And I kind of feel like, in actuality, um, pop stars, to an extent, especially female ones, are kind of like superheroes. And they all have costumes. They all kind of are easy to move in costumes. So they look like superhero costumes at times. And even like, especially with the Spice Girls, the genius of the Spice Girls is that there were five of them and that you could identify kind of with each, like 
whichever one you most identified with. And like so many pop stars have a music video where they're like an alien or a superhero. And in many ways, they are kind of very much like drag queens to an extent in the sense that they're sort of these like larger than life cartoon characters at times that have these outlandish outfits. And yeah, I mean, I very much like as someone who like grew up with the Spice Girls and with Britney and Christina and just sort of loving them from this like, oh my God, you're this grandiose person in these fabulous unreal outfits that you can't buy at a store. You know, I I definitely connected with that. Can I ask an insane question, David, that I think only you could answer? Yes. How similar is the marketing for the original Spice Girls to the marketing for the original Monster High dolls? That is such a niche question. That is such a weird intersection of David's interest. That you Mm -hmm. liked, and then you'd get the other ones with them to make them... And, like, they're I mean, instantly I, recognizable to look at. I Clearly, I mean, I'd have to relook at the original marketing, but it's very similar. Because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's very similar. And also, I mean, like, I feel like also with the Monster like, High stuff, can... they are... I was going to say they are coded, um, like, 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 Claudine is clearly black. And um, Draculaura is Asian. And, you know. Yeah. There, there is actually, yeah. they, they actually, there's a weird level of, for monsters, they actually made a point of having a diversity of ethnicity, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know Dracula was uh, Asian. Yeah, look at her. But no, uh, I mean, I, sorry, I it was a very weird she... moment where you were describing the Spice Girls and I was like, that's how, that's how Monster High works. Yeah. Right? Well, the difference with Monster High is when they do have Did the I core. just crack the it. Sasha Bell code? they do have the core but they also have so many others so like you know it is world building the spice girls there were always only five well it's a spice world and they're just living in it yeah anyhow anyway speaking of dolls kara talks about transitioning um and how she has finally gotten on hormones and she that was Fuck you. That was a perfect transition into this. It was. Uh, fuck all of you. Neither of you <laughs> laughed and you're both wrong. Um, Kara has started I didn't transitioning. Laugh. I was blown away. I'm laughing now. <laughs> um, and I just she's had a like, of, oh, that's good. Uh, but she has, she's uh, talking about uh, how she recently got on hormones. So she is, which is like genuinely quite difficult to do in the UK. There is a philosophy Two video about how much she had to call her doctor and, like, the national health resource to get gender-affirming care. Um, it, it's obscene to yeah, watch. Yeah, like, the, the weird thing of talking, um, things I, there are random things in this episode that was like, I love that Ginger Johnson's like, fuck TERFs. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking do it. Agreed. And, fuck them. Um, and then Made her talking about it, I'm like, yeah, it is like a, re- it is a very real thing to say that, like, it is, because the UK has some level of universal health care, it is actually very difficult to get gender-affirming care because there are so few clinics that offer it. And so a lot of times, a lot of trans women have to, like, buy their hormones, like, from shadier places because it's so hard to get an appointment and then it's so hard to get your doses re-upped. Um, and wow. they didn't really talk about this and they just kind of talked about the trans 
joy of it all. But it was one of those things where I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, that's like a very interesting thing of Kara's a trans icon in the UK, but she also is very recently getting hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really, it, it was, it was also nice to see her talk about her gender, you know, I'm going to say journey and we can all cringe at me because I'm cringing at myself. Ugh, I hate hey, that Hey, don't stop believing. But <laughs> her talking about it really was kind of lovely. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is she. So I- I've mentioned this before. When I was a little kid, I thought I was trans because I didn't know gay was an option. Um, I do love the and... idea of being like, I didn't know you could like other people. I thought you had to change genders. <laughs> okay. To a very really young, a very confused. Michael Maruli. But like it's also like I a very like know, kid version of it where you're like where you're like, girls like boys, I like boys, I am girl. Yeah. That, I mean Sorry, I no. laugh about it, but the logic is there. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so her talking about like discovering drag and how she would put on the outfit and really feel empowered and then eventually was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to do this. This is this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, just so I like nice. Keeping the drag it makes on. me happy. I, I like seeing these stories. Yeah. 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 I, There's also something really interesting to looking at it and being like, it's interesting to see someone still this early in their transition on drag race. Cause I feel like we either get someone like peppermint who has not started medically transitioning yet or someone who like has had FFS and is like three stages Kylie. past where a Kylie or a Carrie Colby. Um, yeah. We're like Sasha Colby. They've at least, they've at least been on hormones long enough that they've gotten through the, the part where you're going through second puberty. Mm-hmm. which yeah. like i actually am curious so, to see how that will affect her in the competition because kind of famously isis on america's next top model who was the first trans contestant i think only trans contestant um probably only trans contestant talked um talked about how she uh was how tired she was because she had just started transitioning medically mm. um and like hormone, oh, I, I hormone didn't replacement it, uh... stops your energy I, did I didn't know, know that. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I I mean, do you remember how tired you were when you were going that. through puberty? Like that's no, why that's why I don't teenagers need anything for my but puberty. Like, <laughs> but like that's why teenagers need so much sleep is that their bodies are changing so much, and so if you're not Makes sleeping sense. a lot, uh, your body is like doing so much while you're asleep that it can't like change things. David, what? <laughs> David, I was gonna say something naughty. I just remember like going through puberty and thinking that I was peeing the bed when in reality I was just having wet dreams. And speaking of wet <laughs> dreams, we never talk about RuPaul's uh, run- runway unless we do every episode. But legs. That's all I have. Yes. I like legs. A cute I like little leg silver RuPaul. number. She looked fine. Yeah. She looked good. Can we talk about yeah, the, the elephant like the in the room? I really like it the way. Can we talk yeah. about the elephant in the room though? Yes. My name's Steven. What? How dare you? Why? Who made the decision 
to have murder on the dance floor <laughs> on Drag Race Down Under when the singer of Murder on the Dance, floor, on the dance floor was going to be a guest judge on Drag Race UK. Oh, I wrote that down. Someone <laughs> fucked up. I truly, Someone fucked up. Like, I don't even know who that is, but he made that joke and I was like, I wonder who that's who, that's who that is. And I looked up, I was like, that's who that is. You know she was already booked as a guest judge by the time they did that challenge. They could have changed the lip sync song to another Kylie Minogue B-side. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sophie Ellis Baxter. Uh, I gotta be honest, and David is going to uh, hunt me down and strangle me. I honestly thought she was Sporty Spice. Until I realized, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, she did that one song. Oh. It was murder on I the mean, dance floor. I, the, yep, yep, I knew she wasn't yep, yep, Sporty yep. Spice because I think every Spice Girl has guest judged by now. Except for nope. Posh. Correct. Has Sporty not? No, Sporty has. She I know did, Baby um, She did UK versus the world. I know Baby has. I know I know Baby has. I know Jerry has. I know um Ginger has. Jerry Spice. Jerry is Ginger. Jerry Hallowell. I, I thought I, and I know, I know, scary. Like I think, I think Mel's done it. Yeah, Ginger's done it. Baby's done it, and Sporty's mm-hmm. done it. So yeah. the only one who hasn't done it yet is Victoria Beckham. Yeah, yeah. So I was right. The only person who, the only Spice Girl who hasn't guest judged is Posh Spice. I said you were correct. <laughs> so I was correct. No, you, you said, said I wrong. Think all the Spice Girls uh, yes. Yeah, because you said, I think all the Spice Girls have hosted. And I said wrong. And then you said, wait, except for Posh Spice. And I said, correct. Uh, no. Oh. Oh. I was in the middle of a sentence. And you. Oh. um, And I finished the sentence by the time you had interrupted me on my end. That's what happened. There we go. And this is what happens when we don't listen to each other. And when we have so. delay. Well, yeah, and then delay is murder. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like when it's like when someone shoots you uh, before they've even loaded in uh, in Overwatch. <laughs> How does that? It's work? like when you shoot an arrow and it goes real far. Uh, because, lag. Uh, yeah, lag. Okay. So internet delay. Fierce Force Five takes the stage. Yes. It's really good. I, it was so good that I was like, David, what are you doing? Did you not think it was I'm good? My ne- I I thought it was fine. David, it was so good. It was I, so I good. I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought they did a good job. I don't remember any of their lyrics, but like, their, the choreo was tight. Uh, yeah. They were they like, oh, Kara, you put yourself in the center too much. And I'm like, but she didn't because there were parts where everyone was in the center. Like everyone got the moves were good. It ended in three splits and two of that thing where you just lay on your back. Yeah. I mean, I thought that they, as I said, I thought that the choreography was great. Just none of them lip synced. I mean, unless there was lag on my, um, on my feed, there was <laughs> they, no one was in sync with their track. I didn't notice that. Hmm. Oh, but I, I also I didn't, didn't notice the conversation. I and I like did watch for it, and I feel like, at least from my TV, it looked like it was correct. 
I but mean, I also my... could be mistaken. Fair. I was gonna say I'm also watching it on my laptop, so I'm like screen. this, and I'm also like this far away from it, like very, very close. So I can oh, see that. Be. That might be it. So, but yeah, I definitely was like, none of these girls are in sync, and like Kara especially was like, r- like really like, n- like, I, and I think it's one of those. I mean, it's sort of the Britney Spears of it all, or the it's sort of the pop star of it all. Of like, you tried doing all these crazy stunts and remembering the lyrics and blah, 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 blah. So to an extent, I understand that. But yeah, none of them were in sync. Pope? David, of course they weren't in sync. They were Fierce Force 5. In sync's a completely different band. And they like boys in their back streets. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> but, um, but I, because I, I, I at least I... Watching it on a television, a normal distance away, it was not noticeable that they were not on. I will say I think that I always think there is kind of an issue when most of your thing, when most of the song is like a single block of people singing, there's that there becomes that weird thing of like, are all of these girls supposed to be lip syncing right now or are they supposed, are they taking turns? And I think I did notice that more. I think this team, not everyone lip synced every word of the block um, versus the other team. I think they all did, but I think that is a choice, not a good choice, but a choice. I'm not talking about the, the singing block. I'm talking about their individual, um, their individual. What, lip- what I'm saying is that I, to what I saw, it looked like they were lip syncing properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Personally, on my end, yeah. I didn't notice a discrepancy, and I usually catch discrepancies like that. Fair. Personally. But I, again, I also could be wrong. I also didn't remember that they had a conversation about pop stars in the workroom. Um, so, like, who knows? Fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe, that was such an important, vital part of this episode. Uh, Real hot. I'm making fun of myself. It's it's like the liver. Um, if you drink enough, yeah. you forget about it. Liver? I hardly oh, know her. I don't Oof. understand. Explain it to me. Please. Wow. I'm so confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I thought it was good. After them, M52. Yes, M52. I loved M52. I thought they should have won. <laughs> Well, I, I, I want to say one more thing. I will yeah. say, I think I can vividly remember everyone's verses from M52. It's not vividly, but I could tell you bits of each verse. I could not tell you anything about anyone's verse in Fierce Force 5 other than I'm Greek. I'm I'm Greek. I mean, you're a ball sack. I'm Greek. I'm bad. You're a big ball sack. Yeah. Like, other than that, I don't really remember their words. I just thought their performance yeah. itself was so captivating that I was like, you can't not put them in the top. Um, whereas I thought that the writing was stronger on the other team. I just agreed with them when they were, what, I, I did agree with Tamara when she was like, they kind of lost it by the end. They started really strong as group choreo goes. And then it was clear they didn't have a couch to rehearse on earlier. Very fair. But it was interesting is that it's like, 
And I mean, I'm sure that probably this is something that I picked up on and was like, oh my God, this is something that I'm noticing. And in reality, it probably was not, it was a happy accident. Um, is that a lot of the stuff with the couch reminded me of the stop single by the Spice Girls, um, which is that on the cover of that single, they're all on a couch or like That's around cute. the couch. So That's very cute. Yeah, that was something that One I One thing I did really I, like about their... One thing I liked was that the way they used the couch, I liked the idea. I liked how smart it was to start Naomi on the couch and have Kate pop up from behind the couch. Like I yeah, thought that, uh, I that having three ways of entering was really like clever and smart. And then uh, I loved Banksy. Banksy was like the standout for that. Uh, I was like, if there was going to be a winner from each team, Banksy would have won that team for me. Mm-hmm. Also, I love that Banksy just looks like an Aster Yang doll. But I do have one question. Yeah. Who deserves to go home tonight and why? Dee Delicious. Mm. Because she showed her underpants? No. Um, because her outfit wasn't great. Her outfit wasn't great. Her Nicki Minaj. Well, we'll get to the runway because I have a lot of feelings on the runway. Um, her outfit wasn't great. She Broadway. also was very hesitant. Was she the one in well, I like. I would say that my... Yes. I would say yeah, my bottom two of this episode... I, I would say... Because I, like, the thing I would say is that while I thought that Fierce Force 5 as a group was my favorite group, I would say my bottom two were Dee Dee and Vicky. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, honestly, it's why I thought they were, if, because I wasn't sure how this episode was going to play out, I really did think they were in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew they weren't the because I team... know how they edit girl groups to look bad, and they, when neither girl group got a bad edit, I went, oh, no one's going home tonight. You're yeah, really, they're so this. obvious when they edit a girl group bad. They yeah. show Rue doing this. <gasps> A girl, like, steps slightly oh. wrong, and Rue's like, ah, I would never step like that, because I just do this move. I just look like a hamster. In up. Yeah, but also, you know what I'm Audio say? medium, folks. Fierce, Fierce Force 5 did not have foot-sucking. Um, <laughs> or foot-blowing. Oh, foot that was weird. It was funny. The foot-sucking was, funny. was so funny. It was one of those... So it was hilarious. such an unexpectedly funny moment, using... Like, the thing was, is that I think you could compare this a lot to UK, too. Mm-hmm. I um, did. Like, you could compare this a lot to UK, Han, where um, Team One does girl group, no camp, just doing straight out, we're doing pop star. And the other group does camp. And the thing about this one is that they found so many moments in the music and not just their own lyrics to make into mm-hmm. jokes that it really worked versus sister sisters just kind of skipping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I have to say, I'm embarrassed to admit it. I actually really liked this song. I thought it was like, it, it's bad because it's a drag race song and by default they're bad, but it was eh, very catchy. To me. The, the UK. Unless you're lucky. Lucky's good. Uh, I'm lucky in love. Is good. I'm in love is good. Read you Lost. wrote you. Iconic. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with Daddy Janky. Yeah. So 
after the girls do their numbers, we go to the runway. Was anyone else this is the best runway. surprised by the runway? Because I, I had a moment where I went, we do Night of a Thousands on Snatch Game, Gorge. That's why your Night of a Thousand has to be your best runway, because it's a Snatch Game runway, usually. Mm-hmm. And if, I never and thought if, about it, but you're right, yeah. Like, yeah, almost every Night of a Thousand is Snatch Game, which is why it has to be great, because it can either win you Snatch Game or save you on Snatch Game. Night of Thousands wasn't on 8. For Grace Jones was not Snatch Game. Uh, All-Stars is different. Okay. Mm, fair. Like, ge- like, genuinely, All-Stars has different rules, but um, I believe uh, seven, uh, uh, Season 7, Night of a Thousand RuPaul's Snatch Game. Um, season 9, famously Peppermint lip-syncing as Marilyn Monroe as Madonna. Um, the kimono, kimono, she better don't snatch game. Um, kimono gate. Yeah, like it. It just actually happens on snatch game a lot. I don't remember what the night mm-hmm. of a thousands. Whereas, but it, it's not always like all stars. It actually happens a lot on musical type things because all stars seven it happened on their girl group, UK's girl group. All stars eight was the musical, which was essentially their girl group. So mm-hmm. it does vo- vary on non on alternative seasons, but specifically in the uh, and Drag Race Down Under, Night of a Thousand Kylie Minogue's Snatch Game. Huh. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't doubting you. I'm just impressed. No, I'm impressed. Yeah. Oh my God, how many Good points is that for Jeopardy? Ugh. You already, already won. won it. I made you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first out was Vicky Vivacious as Freddie Mercury. And I like this look a lot. My only problem is I feel like Lady Camden did it better. I wrote the exact same thing in my notes. My Ah! problem is I think anyone would do this look better. It's one of those, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Marsha a lot. Mm -hmm. Where like Rue was like, Marsha's great. She doesn't do the drag version of anything she does. This mm-hmm. was not the drag version of Freddie Mercury for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. either. And it's funny because when they were like, this is drag Freddie Mercury, I was like, it's not really. Because I feel like if you were doing the We've drag version drag of Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury. Yeah, I was gonna say, but also drag Freddie Mercury to me would be the I Wanna Break Free video. I also, this is gonna sound weird. If I was doing drag Freddie Mercury, I would have chest hair. Like, yes. I would lean into the things that make drag kings drag if you're doing mm, drag Freddie right. Mercury. This yeah. was just like, whereas like they were like, I wish I'd seen a drag equivalent of Elvis. And I went, this was drag Elvis to me. Mm-hmm. I had problems with that look too. I, I, I had thought problems it, with it, most it, of these looks. <laughs> I really liked the face. She was really? so pretty. She was the so pretty. Was, are we talking about Vicky still or? No, we're moving on. Didn't think moving so. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Okay, so Dee Dee is wearing a Frankenstein Nicki Minaj outfit. I point, I, I, as as a as a fan, I recognize like ninety different little aspects of this outfit from other Nicki Minaj looks. Uh, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. I didn't. It completely I I did not that read it, Nicki Minaj. I yeah. I will say I disagree. I think it felt like Nicki Minaj. It felt like something Nicki Minaj would not wear. Yeah. It feels yeah. like it feels 
like a drag queen trying to do Nicki Minaj. It doesn't feel like drag Nicki Minaj. It feels like a drag queen has seen a bunch of pictures of Nicki and is trying to do that. I don't disagree. It's interesting because I'd probably say 50 to like 60% of these, all of them felt like someone doing a Halloween costume and not doing the drag version. Yes. Can I say who it actually looks like though? Go for it. It looks like Chad Michaels is debate costume with the double afro i don't see that but actually now i do fuck i can't unsee it up do oh god fuck you you're a (laughs) monster you're a menace um it's my i think my biggest problem was the wig you're you are a themis uh but the wig was driving me up the wall because I'm looking at it and I'm like, why is your wig so washed out? Yeah. Like that pink looked like bubble gum and not the like magenta of it, it all. Should've, uh, like, so the other side should have been, it should have been one side is that bright blonde she was doing and the other side is like pink. And instead yeah, it was yeah. like, it was the soft pink print pink rather than being the Nikki Pink Friday pink. I, mm-hmm. I, the whole outfit just if like you gotta do pink print you gotta go hard it's not even that i think that it's like with a lot of these things the reason why i say like it's very halloween costume is because i feel like there are times where you're doing a halloween costume and you're doing like this from there this from there this from there this from there like i remember one year i went as gwen stefani for halloween and i was like i'm a little disappointed in myself because i'm doing like like this is from this era this is from this era this is and someone's like Nobody knows. Like, nobody knows except for you. It reads Gwen Stefani. Get over it. Um, but also, so, I would say, but you just, you made me think, because I, I was trying to put something. This is Nikki the way that Michael Maruli is all five Spice Girls. Actually, that's very interesting. We'll talk about yes that. Yes and no. Yes and Frankenstein. no. Frankenstein. Well, like, the, patch, the patchworking of it. Well, we'll get into that, because I actually thought that one was the best look of the night. Um, oh, I think that one's genius. But I think yeah, that agreed. it being genius and being five people works. This being one person in the same style of patchwork by accident is mm-hmm. not. Correct. Agreed. I would agree. And that's like, so, when you were talking about different eras, I was like, oh, that's what you put into words the thing that I was like, trying to figure mm-hmm. out with this look. Right. Good for you. There you go. But anyways, next was a boot for me. So <laughs> fair, fair. David was not a fan. So next up was Caramel, who was doing Beyonce from Coachella, a look I'm not familiar with. So mm-hmm. I just kind of had to judge if I liked it or not. I, I thought she looked great. I have one comment, and I think maybe me and David have the same comment. So I'll let David. I think first. you both have comments, and I'd love to hear them. I'm gonna let David say first because I think no, no, go first. You go thing. first. No, you, I, we're not. We can tell you right now. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, the problem I have with this look is that Kara's already done a better Beyonce look. <laughs> like, Kara's That's entrance Beyonce look I guess was so. significantly better than this one. Yeah. Um, You're right. Yeah. I will say this. Um, I wasn't going to say that, but the thing that I was going to say no. is judging off of... I feel like whenever you do a night of a thousand, you're kind of going for like, um, you're kind of going for like 
a specific moment in the person's career, usually, um, and how on it it is. And this was very, very on it, knowing the Coachella performance look. Um, it's how she per- it's how she entered um, Coachella during the Black National Anthem. Oh. And it was pretty good. Okay. A very good recreation. I, mean, I, it's one of those things where, like I said, I have no context. I've never been to Coachella. I will never go to Coachella. You Coachella is one of those four times a year where I run around Hollywood and Highland naked because no one's in Los Angeles and it's lovely. Yeah. And I saw that one year and I said, oh my God, it's Ginger Johnson. Ah! I didn't know they were cut. Um, <laughs> Nice Jewish girl. But yeah, I thought she looked great. It was just kind of like a nice regal cherry on top of a really good week for Kara. Tomorrow, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Uh, she ends up doing Halloween Elvis. Costume. It is aggressively so a bedazzled Halloween costume of Elvis. It is. It is. Yeah. Now, I appreciate that she did bedazzle it. Like, I, I like it yeah. when a girl puts in the effort. But to me, she was... Tamara doing Michelle Visage doing uh uh what was it um Demi Moore doing Elvis and her padding looked really off to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's because these so I don't think her padding looked off in general. I think it looked off in the outfit because I think once she started taking things off in the lip sync, I thought that oh I was like oh she was padded for her actual body, not for this like much larger jumpsuit. That, like, maybe didn't fit her super well. Mm-hmm. Well, when she took off the jacket, she turned into Selena, which I appreciated. I, like, the thing I'll say is that I, I really liked Tamara's Elvis because it was the first time I went, oh, there's something, like, I know they said it last week, but her outfit was so ugly I couldn't notice it. She walked out as Elvis, and I did go, there is something incredibly special here. That we are getting mm-hmm. to like witness almost galvanize in front of us. And that was like, mm-hmm. I think I was so distracted by that moment that I didn't care what she was dressed like. If that's that makes okay. sense. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. No, it's that it's, I, I call it the adore Delano effect or the star moment where it's just kind of like, yeah, this isn't great, but I don't care because this person has that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. yeah, there is something about Tamara where I'm really excited to see her on an All Stars in a couple years. Yeah, fair. She, I uh, speaking I mean, of All Stars in a couple years, Michael Maruli. Um, the she's season, all the she stars. Was, she it was, was perfect. This is was perfect. I, I, I've never I, I've never seen a prompt done so well in such an insane way. Yeah, it was perfection. This Agreed. was this drag was excellence. Caliber. Yeah. I disagree. I think that a lot of times Jimbo Jimbo does something so off that it feels like a different prompt. This is so correct. Like there's a lot of times where Jimbo does genius drag that doesn't feel like it belongs on the stage of drag race. Um a big example is through the Adam and Eve look that I still don't think was a reveal runway. David, what are your thoughts on this look? Yeah, David, you're like, you're the queen. Tell us. Okay. The queen of England. I am the queen of England. Um, This look was fucking genius. This look was my favorite of the night. This is probably going to go down as one of my favorite 
drag looks ever. It was perfect because it really, like, here's the thing. If you're doing kind of an amalgamation or if you're doing, like, uh, this is exactly what we're doing. Um, for example, like, if you're wearing the Versace J-Lo dress versus doing, like, I'm Jennifer Lopez. Look at me. I'm Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez. Um, this was perfection because I could tell you what each section was. I could tell you, like, without even know, like, without anything. I could tell, like, I could visually see every Spice Girl. The fact that the back was the Union Jack, and even though that is Jerry's dress, that kind of became the logo of the Spice Girls. Um, everything about this was spot on because I could tell that everything was like very like as I said, it was one of those things where it just read Spice Girls because I, it had I think more surprising I could tell you what everything was. And I don't yeah. know the Spice Girls. And I could pick out everything. And that's yeah. why this is a perfect and look that wig. It's yeah. yeah. It's genius. It's the, perfect. The the decision to put the the stitches down the face. It was just Yeah. If Michael the and fact that the Michael Morley wasn't like I wanted Michael Rooley in the top, not for performance, same. but for that look and that one lyric. Agreed. Agreed. Hard to say. Like Michael Marulli deserves. Michael Marulli has done well every episode, and I'm just waiting for her to get her flowers. I'm kidding. She's just yeah. gonna get a shitty badge. And I don't even. And I don't even like Michael Marulli that much. But I love. I like this look. Won me over so much because I was like, this is. This is perfection because you can tell exactly what this is. The Nicki Minaj, like, it felt like, who are you supposed to be? Oh, I'm Nicki Minaj. Oh, I guess I see that. This is like, no, you are so spot on. And also, the makeup was good because, like, it was. The, this looked like the left side looked like Jerry's makeup, the right side looked like Emma's makeup. It was so good, it was perfect. No notes. I loved it. No notes. And speaking of perfect, after her, oh Banksy. Oh, holy shit! Oh my we've god, she Bowie looks. Bef- we've seen Bowie looks before, and they've never been this good. No, this was phenomenal. No, not even close. Like this, yeah, she no, is... like David Bowie, like David Bowie, In the was best resurrected. Way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pant. Yeah, the pant. The was way it that vinyl? it looked, probably. The way it was, probably. it reminded me of that famous Gaga dress. In just, like, the way it was just flatly stamped. Oh, yeah. No, like, I know what you're talking Garçon. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded and... the, the way it played with width. It, it was, it was Wait, stunning. Wait, do you know what it's referencing? So stunning. I do. It's like an, okay. but it, this isn't, the look, it's referencing, like, a, it's, re- it's, it's referencing, referencing like a Starbucks body look. paint thing. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm like, yeah. but it, I'm like, I'm like, it's or, 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 like I know I've seen this look before, but I feel like this look, mm-hmm. the re- look it's referencing is not the big pant, right? Or is it? No, it is. It is. It is. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like sure. a body. There's, there's like a, there was an era of David Bowie that was the gold sun on the forehead, and then kind of a bunch of body suits with a platform. This was one of those bodysuits, and it had um, a big pan, like a big pan. I think it's Issei Mayaki. I would have to double check, but I'm 90% sure that it was an era that Issei Mayaki was doing a lot of David Bowie stuff. I'm pretty sure it was. And I also remember, David, for a while, you had a photo of this 
framed in your hallway. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was just stunning. And so seeing someone pull it off as well as she did, I loved it. Yeah, it's like a five percent chance that I know this because of David's hallway. Um, probably, probably. But I will say there's a non-zero chance that David is continuing to culture me. Fair enough. Um, I will say that it's one of those things. Just to kind of go back to two other looks that we saw, and then we're going to get to a third look, which is going to fall into this category. Um, was it a Halloween costume? Sort of. Was it perfection? Absolutely. Because I feel like where Vicky and where Vicky, Dee Dee, and Tamara all were like Halloween costumes that felt very like, look at me, I'm this person. This felt very like, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you a reference. I'm going to give you a look. And I'm going to serve it so well that the illusion is going to be the person. And it was, I'm going to win uh, the middle school costume contest. Oh, yeah. Even, no, but not even that. I'm so. going to win the Suzanne Barsh costume contest. Yeah, but my, yeah, but I want to I, I mean you're you're correct. I'm I'm trying to be It was a it was a goof. No, uh this was so good that I think that if they had pulled a single person from each team, Banksy would have been top 2. Agreed. The no combination questions. of this None. runway and her performance, I think I Banksy absolutely so deserved. She's a star. She's a star. Uh, remember? So many of these girls are Don't stars. you love my... It really... This is a good season. Do you like my 180 of not liking Banksy, Banksy episode one because of how badly she moved in all those outfits? I'm like, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think the biggest problem with this is that there are already two different recreation versions of this dress that are mm-hmm. better. I think that Candy Muses... The can It's the wrong yellow. Um... In, yeah. like, a way that is so specific. But, like, Candy Muses and Titus Andromeda's from Kimmy Schmidt are, like, mm-hmm. both this look better. Yeah, um, they, they are. Like, the lemonade, the, the hold-up dress is the best Candy Muse runway from that season. Um, it's the wrong yellow. I love the wig. The and wig the rhinestone bat is very bat. cute. But, yeah. The, when the bat is yeah. the best part of your costume, though. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. I just, it was one of those things yeah. where I was like, this isn't bad. It just, you're doing, you're doing the look a disservice by not having it in that beautiful, bright yellow that, like, yeah. would mm-hmm. look so good on your skin. That, like, she and instead would. doing she it, would. doing it in this, like, tannish yellow just washes it, the entire look out. If you mm. if you didn't tell me it was Beyonce and you didn't have the bat, I could look at this look and not realize that it was a reference. Oh, I would have gotten it. I feel like it was very the reference I, was I there. Just was very, this was the middle school costume contest. Yeah, That's no. Fair. When I when I say that, I'm like, I think the, you could look at that look and be like, I've seen it somewhere, but not immediately recognize it to hold up because I think the yellow of the dress is a hugely iconic part of it. And you'd be like, oh, they're like kind of doing Beyonce. Yeah, it, it reminded me of when Rose had to like be like, no, 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 see, look, it's yellow. Compare it, I'm wearing yeah. yellow. And it's like, technically you are. It reminded yeah. me of like Laganja doing the um the Ru- Night of a Thousand RuPaul's in the like in the wrong color bodysuit. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Same with like I forgot about that. Gia in yeah. that same runway where like they were doing good recreations in a wrong enough color that you had to think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. In Gia's defense, she couldn't see the out. She could only see like half the outfit, so her eye was all messed up and glued shut. That 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 eyelash was wonky for years. Mm-hmm. Some say it's still wonky to this day. That's why she didn't see any uh, glamour at Drycon. Speaking of glamour <laughs> at Drycon, up next is Ginger Johnson. I hate the glamour. Look. It's it. Um, I literally thought this was the ugly outfit from uh, Kingsman too. Uh, why were there no oh, glasses? Why were there? Thank no you. Yeah. Oh my god, glasses. I'm- I'm sitting there with Curtis, uh, who, watch, you know, he watches the show with me. It's fun. Uh, and she says, I'm Elton John. And he goes, no, you're not. Where are the glasses? And I'm like, no, that's a huge thing. Elton yeah. John wears those ridiculous, huge glasses. That's a big part of the character. Yeah. Where are the yeah. glasses? It, this, so while the other one was a middle school, um, middle school costume contest, this is... A drag queen on a parade float who was told to be Elton John at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, it, it like looks she didn't more... know there was a theme. Yeah. I, I think that also just what drives me insane is that it's like, you can get a cheap pair of the pair that Gucci did for him. That like, there are so many knockoffs of for like $2. I don't know why he didn't just do it. It drives me bananas. I mean... Like, In fairness, this whole costume could have come from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not I, gonna I lie, also I like didn't the, like that below the waist. Oh, I like ahead. the mirror Sorry. titties, but that was about it. Sorry. I mean, the mirror titties are nice. Uh, my problem with it is every there's nothing below the waist to talk about. Like, the yeah. shoes are fine. Like, they're fine. But it, it's a unitard with feathers on it and... Again, where are the glasses? It just I'm doesn't like, work for me. If you're going to do those feathers, I want it to be bigger. I want it to feel yeah. like a Kahana Montrese showgirl moment. And instead yeah. I'm getting, show what, girl? Yeah. I do actually you're mind. of that one. Um, it was bad. And it doesn't impress us much. Oh. You know what would impress us much? Kate Butch. <laughs> uh, Kate so, Butch is Shania Twain. So good. So okay. cool. So stupid. I, I don't so get this stupid. I don't get this reference in any meaningful way because I bear I the only Shania Twain I know is the episode Man, of Broad like City where uh they train her. No, the twaining the the episode of Broad City Twaining Day. Oh wow. That's amazing. Because uh, there's a running Broad City joke where Abby says she's training Shania Twain because it's Shania Train's name sounds like train. Um, and then mm-hmm. she shows up at the gym and she's like, I have to train her. And then she, she breaks Paul Downs' dick. Um, and this was not that <laughs> look from that episode. So I didn't get it. Um, but I really liked it. Well, to explain to you, it's the look from the, that don't impress me much video. And the reason why she kept opening her purse and pulling things out was because. She oh, goes, I knew that okay. reference. Oh, Okay. Oh, I, I oh, I want to be clear. I know the song that don't impress me much, and I assume that was this look. I just yeah ha- don't know the look itself, so I had to uh, so yes. I just had to interpret. I do yeah, know who yes, Shania Twain this, is. We're ha- I'm happy you know who she is. Same. I'm very happy you know. She who was on she Broad is. City once. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 
this is such a good recreation of that outfit from the it music is. video. Like it is the makeup definitely be better. just that outfit from the music video. Yeah. Uh, what could be better? The makeup. I like oh, her makeup. The makeup was okay. I like, I don't dislike her makeup. Her makeup doesn't stick out to me as bad. Um, so I'm, I'm always like, like that's typically my metric for drag queen makeup. It's like, did I notice it being not good? Then it's fine. Fair. And that's completely fair. Uh, it, it's just so goofy and stupid. And her presentation of it is so dumb. I loved it. I laughed. I, and then she throws things at the judges to say, give us money. <laughs> to say, <laughs> okay. So you're going to just give me a repeater badge. That don't impress me much. She should have, if she'd already won a badge, she should have pulled it out and then, and then been like, yeah, that don't impress me much. Oh, by the way, um, something that I forgot to mention, um, the Sophie Ellis Baxter, that's her name. Yes. Uh, the guest judge. Yes. She was on blue Peter. Oh, where the badges come from. That's very cute. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So my feeling of this, I liked this idea a lot. My issue is that when you leave so much room for interpretation, um, I don't view a lot, like, I don't view several of these people as pop stars. And, you know, like, I was kind of upset that there wasn't some more obvious choices. And I understand, like, I feel like my bigger issue is that I feel like so many times when people get a prompt, they're like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to take a left turn. And I feel like when you take a left turn, you sometimes do get kimono gate. Um, I, I cannot disagree with you. I could not David. tell you which of these people is not a pop star. Agreed. Ellis yeah, is not a pop same. star. He's a rock like, star. Freddie Mercury straddles. Uh, Bowie somewhat straddles, but I would put it more in the rock category. Elton John, yeah, he's pop. Um, Shania Twain is country, but country pop. I'm just saying it's one of those things where it's like, if you're giving me pop star, I want to see a Gaga. I want to see a Britney. I, I want to see a I've Madonna. I've seen a Gaga. I've seen a Britney and I've seen a Madonna. Like the, the very simple thing is I was happy Nicki not Minaj to get not those. Pop. I would say that Nicki Minaj was aggressively pop rap. I would say that like, Elvis was doing rock, but he was doing rock in a pop way. He was doing rock when rock was basically pop. He was literally I mean, he was the definition R&B, of popular yeah. music. Well, yeah, fair. but like, like not to mention pop is popular music. Okay, fair enough. Like, like I wouldn't say that all these people are going to wind up in like the pop hall of fame, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they have one of those. They don't. Whereas I would say all these they people are music stars who are majorly in the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Personally. I just guess yeah. for me, it was just one of those things where I was like, every now and then I do like a little bit of a obvious choice. We've just, se- we've seen so many Madonnas at this point. And we could see so many more. It's and her it's 40th kimonos. anniversary. There's so it's many only her 40th that- anniversary? Yeah. That's somehow very surprising. Is Madonna only like 60? Yeah. Wow. You blew Joe's mind. You blew my Peter. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. She looks so much Uh, worse for her age than I thought she did. (laughs) I can't 
can't believe you just said it! Joe! I thought Madonna was 85 this whole time. You can't be serious right now. Are you serious? Have you seen Madonna? Did you think Madonna was in her 60s? Uh, Well, I knew that. I was just, oh my god. Oh, you are, oh... There are some you can leave that in. Want you dead? I'm not taking it out. It's too funny. Um, sorry, I wanted to talk about judging, but currently I, I'm clutching my pearls. My goodness, Joe, Joseph, Josephina. I'm. I. My gosh. Oh my god. You killed David. It's not that. I'm not going to sit here and say oh. Madonna looks good because she doesn't. Um, but like, wow, that's. Wow, I no words. No. Oh my gosh! The I views in this episode do not reflect us. Said, like <laughs> I know reflection. normal human being. There are other sixty-year-old people who we've who like I've met in real life who look better than Madonna and are not Madonna-level famous and rich. Oh yeah. This is this is valid. Like I don't know, like and like she's had so much work done. Has had so much work done. Is she full of figure uh, filler and has a big ego? No, I would agree. I would agree that your mother looks significantly better than Madonna. Yeah, and they're the same age. I I'm not gonna argue with that. And my mom has had no work done. That is. So she's not full of (sighs) filler and has a big ego. She has a big ego, but... Why are you looking at me when you say that? Filler, I hardly know her. Oh. Uh, filler of the future. So, we get to judging, and no no one's going home this week, because as we said at the top, Missing Ho. they just kind of booted what's-her-name. Yeah. Missing Ho. Yeah. Yeah, Missing Ho. Madame not appearing in this film. But yeah, after which, they kicked her off, they did get another me. Master Ball. <laughs> What's a Master Ball? That is such a deep fucking cut, you goddamn nerd. The missing... It's a Pokemon reference. Oh! You're the one who created missing missing no being missing ho. It's, here's the thing. The thing is when my brain is like clued into one thing, it's clued into one thing so when you said we get another master ball i was like another master ball what is a master ball i know that we have like you know like the this ball the that ball but i don't we've never had a master ball wait guys 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 there's a lot of feathers there's a missing legendary bird they compete for badges this is just a season of pokemon (laughs) oh I want to be I the have very seen a... best, the best queen there ever was. To slay them is my quest. To win it is my cause. Drag Race, you, you can't. I've seen the... a lot of fan art of the girls as, you know, gym leaders. So, like, sure, fuck it, I'm down. It's fun. <laughs> Fucking stupid, but it's fun. I'm mad about it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, a weird, uh, it's a weird show. It is announced that uh, the that M the M52s are safe. 
they all go back mm-hmm. to untucked to drink screwdrivers for some reason mm-hmm. um and uh on the stage uh they're getting critiqued um vicky's first and they're like you faded a little bit don't do that we liked you mm-hmm. but yeah um honestly i can't remember a lot of the critiques because it was all pretty glowing. Like, yeah. um, no one the, got a, you suck. Well, uh, I mean, Kara did get one of, essentially one of the most negative critiques you can get, which is that you were the star of your group, which should mean she's up for elimination because she is Beyonce. And being yeah. compared to Beyonce is a bad thing on Drag Race. Uh, only in Australia. Only in Down Under is it considered a bad thing to really be good. But hey, you get to come back and choreograph the next season. I'm mm-hmm. so glad we're out of Down Under, my friends. I'm so glad yeah, we're out of there. Uh, yeah. But I think yeah. I think that in general, uh, and then Rue also drops the second bomb, which is we ran out of money to buy extra badges this year, so only uh, I only have one to give away, and I was going to give it to Cheryl Hole, but fuck that bitch. <laughs> and that's exactly what she said, too, while looking directly in the camera. Yeah. She, and then she recorded it and sent it to Cheryl as a cameo. Mm-hmm. But charged her for it. No, yeah, she did. She still has her banking information. Yeah. So if they did give everyone in the girl group challenge a badge, what would they have... Would it just... Would the episode have just ended? Would they have people to lip sync for a yeah. second repeater badge? That means absolutely nothing. Well, that's why they couldn't give them all badges, is that they exactly. weren't sending someone home this week, and why. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Which I liked, um, honestly. I, I don't mind it, because I think it's always really stupid to give everyone a badge at girl group. And then you, have mm-hmm. a, then you have a bunch of people who, like, have middled the entire competition, being like, Oh, I've got a badge now. I'm basically a foot wanna. You have so, so often, someone's like, I got a badge in a group challenge where all four of us got badges. And that means that I'm doing better than this person who's consistently in the top. Yeah, but ne- but doesn't win. It's like being Ellie Diamond and Chase. Um, it's uh, it's winning second place in a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind. I like. I was really concerned that they were going to have a winner from this group, and also have two girls in the bottom. And I was pretty sure it was going to be Dee Dee and possibly Vicky up for elimination this week. Uh, only because Dee Dee uh, flashed her underpants and was not doing great with the choreo, and Vicky kind of faded. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, that, I think that notes-wise, I think that notes-wise and also performance-wise, Dee Dee and Vicky would have made the most sense to put in the bottom, including in mm-hmm. the other group. Yeah. But they... They weren't sending someone home, so they 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 had to give notes to justify who was the top two. Is kind of yeah, what wound right. up happening. So they were like, yeah. they were like, you two didn't do great. You three did fantastic, but Michael Maruli, you have to understand that we just need a lip sync between these two girls. Um, we've been building it all three episodes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Like you did great. You did great, kids. Just uh. Come on, look at what we've been building. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you hear them yell at each other last week? They have to lip sync. We've been building this for a whole two episodes. They were literally like, you know, listen, kids, um, we could have kept this person in. We could have made a big deal about it, but we chose not to. We chose not to, you know, 
sick missing hoe on the world. Um, this episode needs drama. So we're going to bring the drama from last episode into this episode. Look, I'm just it's- saying that um, if they uh, both get really drunk and do this lip sync, you could call it smashed flat. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't think it was a bad lip sync. No, I, I, no, I I actually, yeah, I thought it was good. I think that um, it's one of those lip syncs where I was like, this is a, this is a really good song, and these are two good performances, and I Mm -hmm. somehow don't care. Yeah, it was a very weird moment where I was like, not, and it wasn't just because like all they get is a badge, so there's no stakes. I was like, oh, neither of these queens is doing so well that I'm rooting for them, and neither mm-hmm. of them is doing so poorly that I think that they're they're losing. Um, I wish Kara's wig under the Beyonce thing had been bigger. Agreed. That was my only complaint. That was really my only complaint. I'm oh. looking at it, and it's like this is a big reveal to a nothing. Yeah. Oh, to by the way, the, the song was Pony. Yes. Um, oh. Thank the you, song David. was Remember by Becky Hill and David Guetta. David Guetta, I hardly know him. Um, <laughs> I don't know the song. I don't know. I know either. who David Guetta is. I was listening to it. I was like, I think I've heard this song before. But like. It sounds like something they'd pump in, in like, a bar. an airport. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can, you can dance to it. It's not bad. It sounds like something uh, that'd be in like the background of a Vampire Diaries. Yeah, that works. I can see that. AKA gay bar. Did um, anything happen during Untucked? No. Oh, um, Banksy got called out for gay. being shady. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The best quote of the episode, which was, "Was your line shade, Banksy?" And she went, "Well, you, your face is full of fillers, but do you have a massive ego? You have to answer that for yourself." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That but was we funny. We also forgot the best joke of the runway. It's which also going to be funny. Uh, which is Rue is the Twain running. Oh, that was good. That. that was a good line. That um, was a good one. But no, I think that uh, I think that you know I think the most interesting thing about speaking out against fillers when you're on Drag Race is that that might come back to bite you. No one knows mm-hmm. what the future holds. Mm-hmm. It's like when Alaska said that she wanted her lip to be like, and then she like stretched it down and made it like really big, and then she actually did buy those lips. I feel. Oh, come on! Be nice to her. She broke her. She broke her wrist uh, right like last week. So be nice. I think we're gonna say she broke her anus. It was three days ago. Anus. Did she break her anus? Did she break the way her anus, or did the world break her anus? Anyways, Kara won. (laughs) Um, she won a repeater badge. Kara fucking killed it. Yeah, yeah, she did great. Kara's a star. Yeah. Um, what's next? I didn't pay. I don't remember what the the look for the next week was. What is what is next week's episode? Uh, so next week they are going to teach a disaster class, which is going oh, to be a right. master class about fucking up. I believe it could be wrong. Wikipedia sometimes lies to me. Um, I think that could be fun. Yeah. Oh, can we? Sure. Can I mention one thing that I just think is really funny? At the no. end of episode one, we got an ad for a Danny Beard after show airing yes. after Drag Race UK on the BBC three. And then yes. after every other and then after episode two, we got a separate ad for a different 
after drag race after show for drag race uk that wow presents is doing in competition and i just think it's really funny that wow basically heard that they were doing an after show for drag race uk and was like i want a piece of that pie but i'm not creative so i'm just gonna steal netflix's queens who watch idea i've been thinking about this for a week now and then you want to know the worst thing yes do you want to know the worst thing Yes. The only thing I'm watching a WoW Presents apart from this is T.S. Madison trying snacks. <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's better than most of the stuff that happens on WoW. And then this week we got a shot-for-shot recreation of the Spice World teaser trailer with the House of Avalon. Was that what it was? That's what it was. That makes sense. It was. Oh. It's what they showed during the VMAs no when idea. they announced um, Spice World, the movie. Dumb, See, this okay, is why yeah. we need David on the podcast. We are so stupid without him. Yeah. No, I just real. have a million useless facts. <laughs> yeah, I do too. They just don't tend to uh, apply here. Fair. Like, did you know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? And if you want to be the powerhouse of our cell, make sure to follow us on uh, on all social medias. We're at this toxic fandom. David is at David J. Gorin. Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope, and I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, well, Pope, don't fuck up my in, my outro next time. Sorry. <laughs> and if you want to talk about how Pope fucked up the outro, you can tell us about it in a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It does have to be five stars. I don't make the rules. Um, but yeah, until next time. Stay toxic. Y'all are bullies. I'm not. (laughs) I'm I'm not. not I didn't bring it up at all.